0: Ready for takeoff. It's going to be crazy. Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, a.k.a. De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach, and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business Forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine-figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by, and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Sagi Schreiber. So he is a husband, a father of three, multiple business owner, and content creator. He's a founder at Contrast UI UX Design Agency, the co-founder at a new startup in the mental fitness and well-being space, the host of the Commit First podcast and the Evolution podcast, and he also helps entrepreneurs Focus on their well-being, building and living up to their vision and their spiritual growth so they can create the right kind of impact on this world. I'm very excited for this chat, so let's get started. All right, Sagi, welcome to The Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? Thank you, man. Uh, doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I ask every single one of my guests to tell me more about their story and how they became an entrepreneur. So can you tell us what you were doing before and uh, what made you become an entrepreneur? Um, all right, so putting it in very
1: short, um, kind of like the timeline, I was a very successful designer of an in the industry designing for 15 years. Uh, in the past 12 years, it's been working with startups, tech companies uh do you know fiverr.com absolutely okay so i was the first design hire at fiverr.com like first designer working on the actual website uh with the two founders and um and then after that i i started my own startup with a couple of founders uh friends and then we uh got accepted to this like accelerator in the silicon valley flew out there uh we came back i'm from israel by the way so um Born and raised, and so we flew out to the Silicon Valley. Came back to Israel after a couple of months, and then we got acquired by another company called Similar Web. I don't know if you know that
0: company. Not familiar with those. No. Damn okay. Experts. Yeah. So it's
1: it's like an SEO. Um, most people who do SEO or uh, competitive analysis and all this company. But anyways, um, so Russell Brunson talks about it a lot. But um, so anyways, it's um, I was we were acquired by that company. I became the first designer over there as well, and then kind of like scaled with that company. Um, all throughout, you know, having my equity, feeling not really like an employee, but I was an employee in that company for yeah. a couple of years. Um, and I, we scaled like the company scaled really quickly. It's a, it was a very fast-moving startup. We started when, when when I when we joined, we were fifty people. After three years, we were close to four hundred people in the company. I was already managing seven designers, an entire design operation in the company. So, uh, you know, it was being being a design director was kind of a big thing for me and um throughout that whole time i did two more things one i had uh, israel's largest design blog mm-hmm. and uh w- when we joined israel uh like when we joined a uh, similar web with one of my co-founders from the startup we opened another design blog this time in international design blog uh called hacking ui and then kind of so i had those blogs on the side and also i was mentoring at google for launchpads uh mm-hmm. google for startups so um it was a lot of a lot of um work around design and content around design my life was all about ui ux design um, later and now it's to your question why i became an entrepreneur it was like i had already two kids by the time after about uh after about two years in in similar web. i had already two kids and, and a mortgage and um i started understanding that i want my lifestyle to be kind of different um, mm-hmm. Coming home at about six PM every every night in in the best case maybe sometimes seven with the traffic and um, you know just kissing my kids good night or something was not yeah. really my optimal lifestyle and um, and then um, I said my blog is making money I might as well work on that you know and then I have I'll become an entrepreneur I'll have more time with the kids and uh, by then I was um, I was following Pat Flynn Do you know Pat Flynn smart yeah. passive, passive income
0: and. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, I fire and I read the four hour work week and, you know, anyhow, you know, really kind of connected to this whole kind of notion of like working remotely, making passive income off my blogs and online courses. And that's what I did. Um, My partner and I in the blog, we, you know, put our notice in and we decided to leave. I had no financial backing. I do not recommend this to anyone. Please don't try this at home. Um, I just, you know, just gave my notice. I gave a few month notice uh, and, and that's, and then just left and became an entrepreneur. Um,
0: and, and that's where the story begins. Perfect. And so now we are here where, uh, you, is this your first actual business after, uh, the one that you have right now, the, the first no. after <laughs> you quit your job? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Um, you know, I, I was a designer and I already know what it's like to be also a freelance designer um, because I, most, of my, most of my time I was a freelance, not an employee. And um, and then I didn't want to take freelance clients. But I want to work on my blog full time. But after a year or so, um, we got to a point, my partner and I, where we weren't making money off the blog and we didn't know how to monetize it and kind of each pulled in different directions. Um, and, uh, he wanted to start like another company and I would, you know, I wanted to take the personal development route. Um, mm-hmm. and we kind of like split, but by then we already, I already had uh, six months of not, you know, pulling a salary for myself. So I was already in debt and i remember that time was very scary times you know having two kids being the uh, I, i'm the sole provider of my household mm-hmm. uh, not knowing where the next salary is coming from knowing that you're in debt you already wasted a private loan that you took on yourself from the bank and mm-hmm. uh, you need to start returning the money um and uh and also just the you know the overdraft in the bank was crazy yeah. and credit cards do soon um and so the pressure was tremendous and i remember um, just spinning like really bad, not knowing how to monetize my business. And I was focusing on monetization and I'm, I'm after a period of like six months not, not putting a salary for myself. And also for a couple months before that, I already told my wife, listen, I'm not gonna be here a lot. I'm gonna start to find a way to monetize this thing. So um, I'm not gonna be a lot with you and the kids. So I haven't seen my wife or my kids. I've done I'm, all the mistakes that you can think of regarding lifestyle, uh, start working out, um my partner and I had a discussion around it and he's like it's not fair that you you know you're gonna work out you know in the middle of the day. I'm like, well, you know, there's, <laughs> there's no other time with kids. And he's like, Yeah, I don't, I don't care, you know, we're partners. And I'm like, okay, you're right, you know, I should be a good partner here. So I stopped working out. Um, I so I never I didn't work out properly, I didn't eat properly. I I you know the, the worries kept me up at night. Um, I was not seeing my wife or kids, not taking yeah. care of myself. Um and um and we're not making money <laughs> so at, at that point I, I remember one point where I was kind of like I just broke down and I just cried um for the first time I adult life and after that um kind of like a voice said to me like but what are you going to do about it and then I said okay I need I need help so long story short uh, there was an entrepreneur I followed and I read his book. I listened to him on EO Fire um, and um, then got his book, read his book. His name is Kelvin Wayman. And he, he wrote a book about like him being, you know, financial trouble and not getting his business to lift out the ground. And then he hired a coach and the coach helped. And I'm like, I need a coach. I hired Kelvin, flew him out from the US to Israel and with money. I never had like thousands of dollars to, to, mm-hmm. to coach me. And, um, and we came here. And that's you know some of the most insightful things that I have and and I've been running my business ever since like it was was five years ago, and some of the most the the things that keep my business going today um, and and growing is is this what he told me when he came here to Israel and he sat with me in one-on-one session, and not a lot of people do this and that's that's why I I wasn't successful. He's like, Sagi, do you have a vision? What's your vision? (laughs) He's like, What's your vision? And I told him well, I don't, I don't have a vision. What do you mean? What's a vision?
0: Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: okay. So I can see why we're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, and he told me, well, Sagi, a vision is what, you know, drives you forward. It's what you actually, you know, it's a, it's a list of things you want to achieve that are, you know, some of them are a long-term, some of them are shorter term. And that's what drives you forward. You wake up in the morning and you're driven to, to create mm-hmm. what you want to create in life. Um, and that's where I only start. like from that day, I said, I'm going to become like a student of how to build a perfect vision, right? Like mm-hmm. if I didn't know this before, now I'm going to become a master at this, you know? And, and so uh, we started, I, I wrote down a vision. I wrote three things down. And here's the, here's the thing that um, where a lot of my insights are from.
0: Mm-hmm. I wrote those
1: things down when I was a broke, anonymous entrepreneur, entrepreneur from Israel. Just remind me, Right. To give context, <laughs> sitting down broke as hell in this very you know dusty office with Kelvin by my side, and he's walking around. And I'm sitting on this table, on this big table in the office, uh, in in that meeting room in some co-working space. And Kelvin just walking around in circles, like <laughs> around me, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Sagi, if you were just like." To wake up six months from now, we did a ten-year visualization and then a two-year vision, and then and, the, and then he, he told me, "Say if you were to wake up six months from now, mm-hmm. super freaking happy with yourself, super freaking proud, and what do you have, what do you have going on in life? What have you achieved?" And I'm like, "Wow!" And like, and he's like, "Make sure that those lead up to your two-year, you know, to what you wrote." generally in the two-year vision but those have to be very specific what if you and I wrote three like I wrote a lot of things down like more time with my wife my kids like the things that are important to me and then I wrote down a few things I wrote down one I'm going to earn it was about like 14k a month in six months for me if I was if I was to earn 14k a month by just to kind of like understand like 14k is i know for some people it might be a lot right now listening to the show for some people it's like you know 14k was 14k um back then for me it was a lot it was more than i ever achieved as a freelancer 14k a month and um and i said if i was to make in six months from now 14k might hit my 14k month i would be super freaking happy so that's one i wrote that down then i had I'm going to launch a community because I know I made it. (laughs) Uh, And like, and I, if it came from where I'm right now to 14 K a month, Mm -hmm. I know I'm on the right path and I can now guide other people because I've built communities before based on design. I'm going to build a community for entrepreneurs. So that, that was the second thing. And then the third thing, um, and then I'm going to, you know, in the community, teach people how to build their vision and stuff. Like, like, you know, like I was learning right now. And then, um, the third thing was I'm going to be appeared on a very popular podcast. And then I wrote two names down, Pat Flynn and JLD. Yeah. Th- those, my, those were my three items, which are not family related, just or, you know, relationship with my wife, my kids. That's kind of like, I think that the, the, the things that I applied uh, day after, right? That, that yeah. was easy, um, um, which are very important, by the way. And I'll, I'll touch base on those later. But um, the thing about like the first month we worked together, Calvin told me something. He's like, Sagi, the universe wants to bring you whatever whatever you want. Yeah. You just have to be very specific. You be, have to be explicit. You have to tell the universe what you want. You can call it the universe. You can call it God. You can call it whatever source, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it wants to give you what you want. And if you're not 100% clear, if you don't have clarity of vision about what you want, the universe will just give it to someone else. So mm-hmm. that's why... I really try to be specific. uh, And and I wrote those things down. And ever since I have been trying to be specific. And I, every time I was specific, I got it. Like, and and right now, I I really believe in manifestation. I think you can believe God or you can believe a source or whatever you want. You have to have belief. You have to be spiritual in this journey. Entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey. So that's insight number one. Um, Is that okay? Should I move forward or do you want to no, any go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: These are all follow-up questions that you're actually answering, which is great. I'm here, I'm listening. I'm very fascinated oh, yeah. by these things. I, I believe I my new book that's coming out on January 15, 2023, talks about a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. So we're definitely on the same awesome. way for this.
1: Okay, awesome, awesome, cool. So so now the first month comes along, and um, you know, hold and behold, I um I'm making 14k in one month okay. I made that 14k in a month and I, I was like blown away I, how did I just make
0: I it yeah. was even
1: more than that it was like 15k um, and and you know it's in invoices so you pay the IRS and everything, right it's not really like you know a clear 15k profit but, but it, it wasn't it's for me it's not for anybody else that didn't have employees or anything it's like I made 15k in one month oh. what the hell is going on here and then I said Um, by the way, 15K was uh, about like 55K Israeli shekels. I wrote it down in shekels, uh, our currency here. So then I wrote, if I made 55K Israeli shekels, is it possible that in six months, I should change my goal, my vision item to have 100K a month? If I achieve 100K Israeli shekels in one month, that's more than I ever know. Anybody will ever achieve that. I don't know anyone in my life not my family, not my, not my friends, nobody who made 100 K in one month. Yeah. And um, that would be amazing for me. So I wrote down 100 K, which was the equivalent back then of about like about 28, 30 K. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and I would say that that was amazing. That's kind of like also the sum, which I was in debt kind of similar. So anyways, um, long story short, it was working very hard. I was working hard. I had to know how to, um, prioritize my vision items and that's the next insight when you have a vision you need to know how to prioritize your vision items because sometimes they will clash Um, I can talk about that later but basically like I I need to to learn how to prioritize my vision items so my lifestyle will not clash my my, for instance my time with my kids will not clash with my time with my clients or whatnot Um, and but I learned I have way more freedom and flexibility than I ever thought and then after that uh, six months came by and I noticed that. Um, so it was like six months um, and I, I didn't actually didn't notice anything, but when, sorry, I had to bring it back for a second. So after that I made 14K and I put my next goal for, um, for 100K Israeli shekels, like, which is almost 30K. What I did is I went and wrote a check down for 100K Israeli shekels. Do you know the Jim Carrey story?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the check, Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was inspired by
1: that. And I just wrote myself a check. (laughs) Pretty simple. I wrote myself a check for 100K Israeli shekels. I put it on my fridge and I just left it there. And with time, like, you know, the beginning of the first week, I kind of looked at it. Great. After that, obviously, I never looked at it again. Kind of like magnets kind of covered it. You know, the kids like putting more magnets on and on. And and so um, I kind of, you know, forgot about it. Um, Six months comes along. It was... I put it for the 1st of the 1st, 2019. That was the date of that 100K. And on the 2nd of the 1st, 2nd of January, 2019, my wife is in the living room room, going over the invoices software and I'm in the kitchen fixing myself something to eat. And then um, all of a sudden she's like calling me up. She's like, "Sagi, you should come here for a second. I think there's a bug in your invoice software. I'm like, a bug? That never happens. What happened? And, it's, uh, and she's like, it seems that you made over 100K Israeli shekels in December of 2017. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what? And so I, all of a sudden, I remember the check. So I kind of cleared the magnets. I just snatched the check. I ran to the living room. I put the check against the computer. And I look at the number in front of me on the screen next to the check. The number says 100K Israeli shekels made in <laughs> December 2017. Wow. that was a clear manifestation there's no way to explain it there's no way that you know this was a coincidence there's no way that you know it, it was it was just that it was like magic
0: yeah. and
1: that's not the end of the story <laughs> mm. so remember my third item right
0: yeah the podcasts.
1: yeah and so obviously i wrote down i want to be interviewed on you know pat jelly's show never knew how it would actually come to be because i never know them i never knew them they never know me they have millions of followers all across the world and i'm just another one of them um i have nothing to offer them really uh that they can actually pay attention to me but one thing happened when i when i had that success in 2000 uh beginning of 2018 i bought myself uh, a gift i bought myself a, a ticket to the 10x conference by Grand cardone in las vegas and then um i also noticed and and calvin told me calvin was like oh i'll I'll come to 10x with you Um, but there's also social media marketing world in san diego and you know who's going to be there pat Flynn, and i'm like oh really he's the keynote speaker awesome so i just bought a ticket as well for um for for that and um actually sorry didn't it was, it's not that about a ticket i i found a way to volunteer so um but then i got a ticket right so kind of you volunteer you get a ticket and uh you can you know you work at the conference so that was that was great for me i uh we went to 10x spent the time with Kelvin drove up to san diego it was a great time wow. uh, came to san diego um you know i get to hang out with my mentor who's now a friend and you know kind of it was, you know close the loop and um and then we, we drove to San Diego, we stayed we stay at this Airbnb together, and like a day before the conference, um, all of a sudden, someone, someone tells me, one of the volunteers tells me, you know, there's like a Pat Flynn meetup that happened, that's happening today, a day before the conference in downtown San Diego. I'm like, what? No way. I'm going to be there 100%. Um, and at that time, again, I have no idea how I'm going to get Pat's attention or anything, right? It's just like Pat Flynn is Pat Flynn, you know, and, and I don't care if I even see him in the hallway for a second to shake his hand. I'm going to put my face in front of his face. That was my mentality. Yeah. That was my mindset. And um, and then um, I come to get a ticket for that meetup and see the tickets run out. I'm like, oh, no. Um, and 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 I don't know. Again, that, that voice told me again, kind of like that voice, like, Sagid, you're going to be there no matter what. And then once that voice kind of came, I'm not kidding you, less than a minute later, I opened the Facebook group of the volunteers, and I see someone posted that they're completely jack lagged and they're selling their ticket to the meetup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, me, me, me. They gave me the ticket. It was so fast. Um, I'm leaving I'm leaving the Bay, like the, um, I'm leaving the, the area of the conference, and I'm starting to walk. Um up the streets in downtown San Diego towards WeWork where the meetup was. I was just walking and I'm like, I'm gonna meet Pat Flynn, like right now, this is gonna happen. And I'm walking, completely excited. I get to WeWork downtown San Diego, uh, take the elevator to the third floor. When I get up the elevator, man, what a line. (laughs) Crazy line, so many people. And that's only for the, just to get your badge to get inside. Yeah, and um, I waited there for about I think like 15 minutes till I got my, my badge. I got my badge. I walked in the in the on, onto the third floor um, kind of like hall. Um, it was divided into two. One was for networking, and the other one was where there was like a very long line. So I went to that to the place where I saw the long line. I'm like, Pat should be here. So I'm following the line i'm standing at the end of the line and i'm just following kind of the queue, counting the people with my finger i'm like i'm like where is this line leading to like how long is it going to be like whoa like where's it leading oh my god and at the end of the line finally i see pat like at the end of like tracking all these people i see pat Flynn standing oh my god i'm standing in the same you know room with pat Flynn. like that's freaking amazing um I was so excited i was fanboying i'm sorry for being like that but you know one of, when you meet one of the heroes right and then um and then because you followed that person for so long he was in your ears for so long in the podcast all of a sudden you see him in person so i kind of and and um and i was like How, what am i actually going to say to make him remember me i have no idea because everybody's talking to him everybody's asking for selfies everybody now is kind of like saying thank you you helped me in that way or another how am I going to do anything different than that? And, um, and then all of a sudden, while I'm waiting in line, I see another line. I'm like, this, something doesn't make sense. There's another big line here. So I'm tracking that other line and seeing where it's, leads, where it's leading to. I'm tracking, 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 tracking with my finger. And all of a sudden, at the end of that line, I'm seeing JLD.
0: <laughs>
1: Same freaking room, man. Same freaking room. I never even, I, I never knew that Jelly was going to be in that conference. I yeah. never knew. It was not written anywhere. There was no like, I've never, I n- had no idea for the life of me. And that was, I'm talking about like, let's say um, about seven months, kind of like after I wrote down that vision. Yeah. Like what are the freaking odds? The two people that were on my list, written down my list are in the same room. And um, I'll make this whole long story short. I met both of them that same night. I waited so long in line, but what I did is I offered them free design because that was my superpower. Um, I told them like, you gave me so much value, so much value that I'm willing to design anything you need for free. Um, And and what happened was after a few weeks, both of them in the same week returned an email. Um, One of them was Pat where, in those couple of weeks he opened his he launched his first mastermind and i applied and he accepted my he accepted me so it was like we were only 12 entrepreneurs i'm the only one outside of the u.s wow. only 12 people out of his entire community what are the odds right because he remembered me wow. um and as soon as we had the first call he told me like the first call kind of like to prepare for the mastermind and uh the get to know you call he was like Sagi, i love your story let's get you on a podcast no way. I didn't open my mouth. And so, and so it, it happened that I was booked to be on Pat Flynn's podcast um, just a short time after, you know, I wrote down his name on a piece of paper. And uh, GLD told me, came back to me and he said, let's talk about the design. Um, and since then, I got to design uh, GLD's uh, homepage. It's his homepage and you is star design, the top part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we redesigned podcasters paradise as, as well. Um, like a, a few years later and I also got on this podcast as well so um, closed the loop over there about like a couple of years ago as well so you know things happen once you manifest them they happen like you have to just write it down you have to tell the universe what you want and you have to work really hard together but you don't have to work really hard as much as people think that's the thing that's the second like insight that I only gained I think um, on, on the second stage and it might have to be in another podcast but that was like the second you know, phase of me as an entrepreneur, I learned that only when um, starting to really work on myself, reprogramming my mind, reprogramming, I had to reprogram entire, like almost all my belief system um, and how I grew up in order to become who I am right now. Um, and since then, obviously I had like my one, not only 100K Israeli shekel month, I had, um, that's already, you know, small money. And I have, I have I've had my 100K USD months and, um, and, and but all the growth, you know, you can talk about all the strategies you want in the world about business and all those business podcasts that talk about only strategies and productivity. No, like 100% be the visionary for your life and of your family. Like this is like your, your life, not your, just your business, be the CEO of your life. And that's, I think one of the main insights that I can give on this show.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a very interesting story. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Um, Writing down was very important. But I think that um, a lot of people, and and I'm talking about this because uh, part of my coaching also has to do with building a vision and sticking to your vision. But, you know, like the sticking to your vision is also important. You could have written, you know, something on a check and do the whole thing, but then not buy the ticket to 10X and then not take a chance to, to go and volunteer. Maybe you could have said to yourself, oh, you know what, like, I'm in America, I might as well do something else. Why would I have to go there and work? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it it, yeah. it is, you know, it, it you need to, you know, like in the it, like the science of getting rich by Wallace D. Wattles it says, right? Like you can you you have to follow up with with action and and that's really like it's there to to motivate you to take action. It's not there to just yeah make you daydream. Right. In, in that, you know, for the story sure. that you told me is packed yeah. with vision, but also is packed with, uh, with action, with, action. And, uh, yeah. with faith of, you know, showing up that things are going to happen, which is I think yeah. really like the big uh, missing piece with a lot of people that are only thinking about the vision and the design and the lifestyle design and all that stuff. But then yeah. they, they just wait for things to fall on their lap.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think like, you know, um Hell Elrod's got his book, right? Uh Miracle Equation. Yeah. Do you know that book? Yeah. Um, so he's like extra. Um, what it was like, it was like have an extraordinary amount of faith with an extraordinary amount of effort to, to create miracles. I think yeah. it's it's that, right? It's the mix of action and, and faith. And like I said, like, yeah, action 100 percent Um and those I think there's also a scientific reason behind that because scientifically, th- that's what happens. So you say what you want to create, right? Um, and what you want to create, what happens is now you starting to, cre- to create neural networks that are now triggering, firing and wiring to, um, to get you to move and take action to, and to identify opportunities that yeah. might take you, towards that, you know, towards that thing. And once you work for a long amount of time, uh, you know, like months, towards that goal and, you know, you already are working on that neural network of each one and one of of your vision items, then you eventually, you know, it will just happen that you're wired to go in that direction and and the, you know, and there's also something mystical about it that I can't, I can't, you know.
0: Yeah, no, um, for sure. We were talking about this um, a couple of episodes again uh, ago about the reticular activating system, the RAS, the part of the brain that actually... You know, once once you see something, it, you are prone to recognize patterns that, that remind you of that thing. I, I, I got a palm, like, yeah. this is a stupid example, right? I got a palm, and, and it was a beautiful palm tree, and we, we put it in the house here. It's it's right in front of our window. It's beautiful. And now everywhere I go, I'd never noticed that palm before. <laughs> Now, everywhere I go to a bar, boom, the, palm, the exact same palm is, st- is staring at me. And I'm like, dude, like, did you guys get new palms? And I'm like, what are you talking about? The same bar that we've been going to for <laughs> yeah. years. And he's like, no, it's always yeah. the same. And I'm like, what? And that actually yeah. works with everything. You know, if you design, like you said, a perfect I, lifestyle, the perfect life with your kids and, and wife and, uh, and partner, whoever you were, whatever you're designing, now you wake up in the morning and you have this kind of implanted memory of what life is supposed to be and of course you're gonna kind of miss it right even though you've never had it but you already feel like you miss it and you want to go back there but you've never been there but now you're like you gotta go there and to go there you gotta work for it and that's the beauty of it right Um, yeah I think that's that's very powerful Uh, there was something else that you had mentioned earlier which uh, now uh, I can't exactly remember what it was, but it was like, it really resonated with me. But in the meantime, while I think about that, uh, can you please tell us right now um, that you have achieved all these great things? Uh, you've, you've had them on your podcast as well, right? Um, yep. JLD, yeah. So now sure. that you've achieved all these great things, um, what is next for you? So like, of course, never yeah. open, right? So, what what's down the pipe for you?
1: Yeah, so so since then, um, obviously, I uh, so I the way I kind of built for myself is like I, I built a UI UX design agency. So right now, I'm doing kind of like what my superpower from my you know the career I built up until now, kind of like I'm doing what I'm doing with startups. So uh, first thing is like my agency, and I'm growing that agency. Um, it is it is a complete challenge to grow an agency. Uh, right now I have close to 10 employees, uh, like 10 employees, you know, um, and, and, um, and it's, it's a complete challenge, you know, like growing some kind of business again, like rewiring your limiting beliefs around how, how big you can grow. Um, and then besides that, I'm also working on this community that I set up launch for entrepreneurs. Um, and I launched it back then, but it, it pivoted a couple of times, but right now I'm really focusing on father entrepreneurs um, and, and the things around the inner work that you need to do in order to be successful. So I have my YouTube channel and podcast. So that's, like, that's also kind of like a challenge because um, that was my challenge for a long while to decide what's my clarity of vision in that direction when I'm building a brand. Do I want to take it the coaching route or do I want to take it like whatever route I want to take it in? And I decided to take it the tech route so basically right now what I'm doing, and that's my that's a big challenge and, um, and and I'm very happy and I'm doing it. I'm doing what I've done best for most of my career, which is building products. And right now I'm building tech around personal development. So uh, we have one app coming um, in, in, in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have one app, one app coming out in a month, which is freaking exciting and scary at once. Uh, it's a very niche app for affirmations and uh, it's going to allow you to to write and to to um to to receive your affirmations. And also, um, also it's it's going to allow you to follow other people, to be inspired by their affirmations and edit to your own, make it your own. And so um, that's one app that we're launching. We have a bigger app coming up. I can't say anything about it, but there's a bigger app as well. Um, so what I'm doing right now is I'm saying, okay, what's scalable? What's yep. scaring me? Um and, and what can have you know an un- unlimited amount of potential to change lives. And um, I'm saying, this is it, tech. If I take my route and do what I do best and develop that, then that's kind of like where I'm going. And, um, and so that's pretty much what I have going on right now, um, growing the audience and the meanwhile growing the tech or creating the tech and, and then growing it. And then uh, growing my UI UX design agency, which is kind of like the business that I started with understanding that I need to know how to create a real business Mm -hmm. Um, and it's still a challenge it's still a challenge right because when you when you're like I get I bet you talk about it a lot on the show as well but basically when you're a service provider yeah when you build a name for yourself in an industry and then you have your own kind of agency then you can't it's really hard to take yourself out of the agency so that's exactly what I'm doing that's my challenge like and we'll build methodologies and right now I have like someone to kind of replace me for a lot of the direction and like it's a complete you know monster so yeah
0: it's, it's, it's an interesting situation to be in because your brand, your personal brand is your biggest asset when you have an agency around your personal brand. I mean, if you leave yourself right. to someone else, like <laughs> they, they're not gonna you know Sagi's agency yeah. but he's not here anymore like it's not his anymore so i totally, right. totally totally understand where you're coming from i had a digital marketing agency myself before i got into coaching i still have actually cool. like two or three clients that are too good to give up because they're percent <laughs> commission based and we're doing great since 2017 there have been you know nice. bringing in hundreds of thousands in sales a month and so what I'm going to do like nice. is drop, you know, literally like the equivalent of like five or six units, <laughs> uh, rental units, just because like, I still have them on the side, but everything else that I do with my agency, uh, it takes time. I, I had to slowly like shave off. I try to pass them on to other agencies. But like I said, that mm-hmm. is not, uh, something that, um, that, uh, uh, yeah,
1: that was cl- applicable it's hard. Way, like... It's hard.
0: It's very hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. So uh, where can people find you online, Siggy? Um, yeah. So you can just uh,
1: go and search for the commit first podcast. If you're listening uh, to this kind of podcast, you'll love, you know, what we have to offer. I'm um, interviewing also like amazing people. And um, um,
0: yeah. Um, I should have you on as well, man. Like we should, we should also talk. So hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Awesome. I'm looking forward to having you back in the show very soon, Siggy. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You too, man. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at Nero D E N I E R O B, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B, and I will send you the direct link to the review section and show you my appreciation i will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation so thank you again and then we'll talk to you again soon